Hello and welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. My name is Nicola Scott and I will be your host. Warm welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for giving up your afternoon. Oh, thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to discuss all things coaching, my journey, entrepreneurship, all the all the stuff that kind of really gets people's minds ticking. Yeah, amazing. Um, I just said to you before we, before I hit record that I was thinking of people to get on the podcast that were inspiring, had a, an amazing journey, and you you popped to mind. So, can you, for the benefit of the listeners, can you share a bit of a kind of brief summary, and we'll dive into some of it about who you are and what it is you you do, what you're passionate about. Certainly. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Born Barakor. I am the founder of a company called Our Parks. Uh, we initially set out nine years ago to deliver free outdoor exercise classes, specifically targeting inactive people to get active in outdoor spaces. Um, nine years later, we are one of the biggest, or if not the biggest, group exercise provider that provides free exercise classes that target specifically women and girls from diverse or low socioeconomic backgrounds, um, basking around 250,000 parkers, our users. That take part in our program every week um since covid we've evolved not only to doing it in person on and in parks we do it online as well um so there's lots of stuff we can discuss around growth mindset and evolving an idea or concept into something that really values and changes people's lives mm, i love that um just before we dive into some of your stuff the refreshing change podcast is all we kind of touch on change i'm i i've love change and it fascinates me and I've come to realize that everyone thinks about it very differently which is no surprise but I love to ask guests so Orm, what's your take on change like personally and how has it played a role in your life? Change is um is a very important part of any any system like when and when we look at systems um the best systems are the systems that can adapt to the environment and change yeah. um uh, any any system you have you've built it would have changed over the years. So I always say from a coaching perspective um, and from a organizational perspective, you really need to have a growth mindset and a change mindset focused into it. Um, By no means you think that the session you delivered 10 years ago will be delivered in primary schools or in parks 10 years later. There would have to be some sort of systemic change or sort of delivery change based on the circumstances that people face in the period in which you're delivering. So I, I'm as for me as an individual, I really strive for change. I really embrace it. I'm, um, not not many individuals do like change, and we know systems don't like change either. Mm, so, yeah. um, when we look at, I always say you got um, bigger to big big business. So you're always trying to strive from that big to bigger business. And when we look at change, I always say you have to look at change as a, a virus in a system what the systems normally do to viruses they try and get rid of them and try and work efficiently for what they were built to do without that software without that software update yeah. so look at yourself and look at any system that you're that you're building how can we be adaptable how can we have those software updates that allow us to change with the environment and whether that's setting yourself some goals as a coach or whether that's setting yourself some goals as an individual trying to become an entrepreneur or deliver just literally volunteer and deliver stuff for your community what your initial idea will be will always change it could be fast rapid change or it could be changing over 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 a slow period of time 
but for me changes should be embraced and that's how we kind of reach more people and get bigger and better by understanding why we're changing and 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 the the behaviors that lead to change as well mm. yes yeah, so looking for that feedback isn't it to then constantly be i like the word evolve because i think it's like it's a softer word and it you know it's constant but it's little by little it's having the taking the blinkers off and being open to to feedback and to change and to yeah growing and i think that's bang on about the like life is changing around us if we don't adapt and change to fit some of those needs then people will get left behind so yeah I love that um so like I mentioned before I and I do love that saying you know when you meet someone you don't always remember what people say but you just remember how you they made you feel and you're definitely one of those people I don't know if anyone's ever said that to you before but <laughs> your vibe and energy has stayed with me since 2018 when when I first heard you speak I do remember you saying something then around changing the world and I just wanted to touch I suppose open the podcast there about like what where did that come from what does change the world mean to you does it still look the same now as it did in 2019 maybe not based on your previous answer <laughs> um but yeah what does that mean for you born in terms of just because it's an ambitious statement to make isn't it change the world it is and i think like, all entrepreneurs are great people they set out to change the world mm-hmm. and it's the the world is a lens through their eyes as well so it's what they what are the barriers and the frustrations as an individual they face growing up and for me it comes down to that around when i say change the world i, I do mean i really want to change the world but i want to change the world that as a little kid when i was growing up and i couldn't afford to do sport and i couldn't i didn't have a, a coach to tell me or i didn't have a, a father figure and i found it in athletics it kind of changed my perception of my and my life paths as well of the world where we had an opportunity um to go out and run I was, I was good at running I was good at jumping and just being good at something allowed me to go and see the world in a different lens um now when I look at when we look at changing the world everyone's good at something everyone's I think Nike said everyone's an athlete uh, I think everyone's inspirational and we need to find out what those people are inspirational at. And the only way to do that is to lower the barriers of access to things that they're not, that individuals would not normally take part in. Mm-hmm. Physical activity is a, a very good way to do that. Um, and I always say like the power of the community is so important. So communities are built where more than one person has mutual concern for another person's welfare and well-being. So we build community. So how how did how when we say change the world, you first start to build communities that have concern from each other. Those communities start to build, whether it's digital in park or just literally social communities, to add value to the purpose or cause that you're delivering. So in our instance, it's 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 free exercise. Then those individuals get to meet new people. They get to understand actually. I can come out of my my deemed social barrier or my social bubble and really communicate with people that I would not normally talk to. Mm. But because I'm holding the boxing pads or because I'm doing a squat next to this lovely young lady, I talk and suddenly you start to change the world. You so you 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 don't you don't see people you don't know as someone to walk past, you see people you don't know as an opportunity 
to understand more around culture, more, more, more around just, just life in, in general. Um, and that's what we set out to do with our parks. We, um, and I, I, I actually, I, I rewind. I didn't know it was going to be this big. I, I set out to do one thing was to one park, get people active. Okay. And then we started monitoring the behaviors of those individuals. So we, we, there was an instance where we had a few sessions going on in a borough and there was one session that just kept having this feedback loop of build, measure, learn, and more parkers just kept signing up and more parkers kept coming. And I remember looking at the the stats and the coaches and I, I was like, what, what is coach A, let's call him coach A, doing that is different from coach B? And initially we said, okay, let's look at the qualifications. He's going to be more qualified than coach coach B. And coach A wasn't. Coach A was a level two and coach B was a level four, I think even. He was like really, really. and so automatically the old system was you need to get high qualifications mm. and the qualification makes you a good coach. I throw that out of the window. That doesn't that doesn't yeah. mean look, I don't care how qualified you are, it doesn't make you a good coach. And then we start looking at like the those those softer skills around, okay, so in a session he's meeting and greeting. Uh He's remembering birthdays. He's got. He's 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 communicating with them outside and inside session. Then we started realizing the magic is one. Yes, having been able to lead a structured and good session and yeah. safe. Um, but two, those skills that breed um, welcoming and well being. So and that, that remember when we talk around communities are built on um, welfare and well being and concern for another individual. If the coach can display all those elements week in, week out as well. So it's 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 that's a values matrix. You they have to understand those values. You can really start to dial in to communities that have been priced out. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't access it because the price ours is free. But most importantly, they've been exercised out. Because mm-hmm. when we look when we look at change, it was 10, 15 years ago. Oh, you want to get active? You have to go and do a sport. Yeah. And we realize there's a lot of people don't associate with sports and their associations with sport at school um, level are, ba- are bad associations. Uh, it's being lost when every time they have to run around, it's balls hitting their faces. It's all, all the kind of stuff. So but we're saying now you want to be fit, you need to go and do sport. And I'm a massive believer of we need to, we haven't got it yet, but we need to somehow harness exercise of, your what your five a day so you, everyone knows what the five a day is when it comes to your fruit and veg but no one's really clear on mm. what is the recommended um exercise levels and there's lots of stuff your 30 minutes did it how do i measure is it is it is gardening to it is walking to it so there's we don't really have that measure so that there's a change that needs to happen there where we need to be a bit more mm. intent on explaining what that means from an exercise and coaching perspective. Um, so, and that, and that, so when, when we when we look at it, that's where our parks today really sits. It really sits as a as an innovation that's going to change the world. And we've gone from just doing group exercise to doing a thing called a parker verse, and you and everyone's doing verses now because that's the new thing. But what a parker verse is, um, so parkers are our users. A verse is a universe within our products and services yeah. that allow parkers from the age of five right up until 
hundred and, and, until they can't don't want to do any more to take part in something within that verse. Um, and that's online. That's um, that's at school. That's in parks. And we started to create that stuff. So we, we've come a long way since just doing one session in a park to these multiple voices that tap into tap into different audiences. But at the heart of it is the continued focus. I, I say purposeful, meaningful intent for growth. Yeah. And with growth comes change. And when I was listening to it today, or on like when you when you when you have intent. It's intent in tracking, evolving, and understanding, and then repeating that cycle every time you deliver a session, every time you you go you go to develop something new, because as humans we we get very comfortable being on autopilot and just yeah. delivering the same thing and just yeah floating yeah. along, and I think the pandemic forced us to change and think outside the box because all the things we could you used to be able to do we weren't allowed to do mm. and it, and you you'd, you you either had organizations that were entrepreneurial and change change averse or change on change focus sorry thriving that we 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 grew a hundred thousand users in the pandemic and um it was just down to us really wanted to go for that build measure learn feedback loop as quickly as possible to understand what our park is needed in times of of, of real need yeah there's so much to unpick in all of that but I, I love that thought it, it, and it's obviously the mindset that you have created our parks with in terms of that growth mindset I think people um can definitely shift but I think people have a natural disposition and then like you just said there at the end is, is meeting the needs of your users it's so important one, what you touched on there was a few other, I was highlighting and scribbling notes down as you were chatting, but you used some words that made me kind of think, and you and you, you said about values matrix, how important are values? It obviously sounded like there was things that came through for me about innovation, accessibility, community, connection, like all of that is really clear from not only what you just said, but I was doing some Instagram stalking and reading up <laughs> on the website and stuff. And it comes through really strong that those, am I right? And are they the values of our parks? Is there anything else to touch on? Yeah. Um, yeah values is kind of underpin any any organization or any any coach. Um, and it gives you the guardrails to understand what is what what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable um, for the user as well. I think for us, when we're in the early days, um, and we only recently started having strategies, um, we didn't have, uh, we had a napkin saying, this is where we want to go. And right. so, and that, and, that, and that was how we, how I approached, but obviously as it's got bit bigger, we've really underpinned it. And one of the, when we first let coaches, we did social media training with them when, like Twitter and Instagram didn't exist at that time, but when Twitter and Instagram was just just coming through, and I say you guys always take a photo at the end of the, end of your class, and you have to wipe wipe the camera so it's not it's not sweaty from being in your, your phone's not sweaty from being in your pocket. Then you take it, you smile, and you tag people and you post it. And when you post it, don't post anything that you wouldn't like your mom to see. And that was and that was that was kind of everyone fell in line just that on that one line. And that created that value to say, actually, I want to post something which, and no one ever posts stuff with swearing in, no one ever posts stuff with, which was inappropriate. And it kept, it set the standard. Um, yeah. 
obviously now there's a, there's, there's a, a social media strategy behind it all and there's there's lots of stuff that we we, we say but effectively the world's so scary and everywhere you go there's people telling you not what not to do what mm. not to do what not mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. and there's no one saying to you what this is what you can do and this is why you do it and so we we, we um and i know everyone says start with a why but this, we, we have we have giving our coaches the why so telling the coaches the parker's stories understanding their stories and saying the reason why you post a smiley photo at the end of the session is because when you tag the parkers in them and they they like it no matter how hard they found the session they're left with a memorable moment mm. and that's what makes them come back if they if the photo is of them laying in a puddle of sweat <laughs> and they see it on instagram they're like, i'm not going there this week but they see it they see it on instagram or facebook and they go wow that's so good and i was smiling and it's pictures well taken and they come back each week so it's kind of back to that growth intent and the reason why we tell them to do that is because we want we want them to come back and we want to grow the session so in your ecosystem there needs to be value on both sides of the coin mm. um we have to uh, have value for the user for the coach and also um for the funder as well so we're we're, we're, we're always being pulled in different directions um but also we also have to have our our, our site of what is our mission what's our north star um what's our strategy strategy what are you going to play how you're going to win um and we 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 want to have by 2025 a million parkers weekly taking part in the parkerverse whether that's in online in park at schools um um so we and that, that's our goal now um, and with coach we've got some coach education pieces that we've put together to allow us to to meet the demands of the workforce to grow that workforce that will deliver and that workforce is the workforce of the future and we it took a long time to change how how we train um you would know from your coaching your coaching experience as well around the system so broken it's really only geared towards the people that want to go through an intensive coaching course go to university learn about it and they can afford it and then we, we we sit back and say why don't we have any more diverse coaches that deliver in the community and it's because i don't know it's accessible and mm-hmm. and it isn't accessible it's 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 pitched at the wrong level um it does it doesn't it doesn't get the job that needs to get done in the way which they need to do it um so and that's what we so we developed something called coach parker just to change the system and Coach Parker was developed on the principle that we had Parkers loving the session so much, wanted to become coaches. Mm. Um, we then would send them off, get some funding and send them off on a level two fitness coach and they would come back and go, but this does nothing for delivering out the exercise classes to 30, 60 people. Mm. It taught me how to use a Smith machine and the cables and and now I'm here with no equipment. So, and we was like, actually, we're right that we... We send you on a qualification to get the level two status, mm-hmm. but it doesn't prepare you for the job that needs to get done. It just prepares you to get your insurance so you can deliver the job. Um, and that's where Coach Coach Park came about. We we developed our own coaching qualification, hence we make it made it free and accessible. And now we can really just go to our communities, get the get the parkers to be trained up, and they deliver. And in the next. In the next year or so, where because we're just taking it in house now, it's going to be it's very it's very exciting grounds. And I mean, a lot of people said you can't do that, 
it now just doesn't know how you do that. Um, and that's where you have to be focused enough on your idea and your mission to not be changed by the old rules. Mm. And and that's what is I think is the biggest barrier from many people starting out. They have they have the let's say the energy and the air to go, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And they start to run out of any of air and energy when everyone says no and they say mm-hmm. and, and because we don't do it that way and you ask them why you don't do it that way i always say ask why five times and you yeah. should you should get to the root of, of of any of any um any problem yeah the, it, just to go back because at the very beginning we're saying about values and how it underpins and i think i certainly find either from an individual's point of view or organizationally people may know their values or might not know their values but it's there's a real difference between actually embodying and living those values so i think that's what what you and, and our parts do really well is live those values if, if corporates can have them sat in a bit of paper but unless their staff know and it's breathed through everything that they do all programs all delivery you know all interaction i think that's where the real value of values comes in isn't it um, yeah but I love that goal, 1 million parkers by 2025, I've written that down. Um, and I'm going to come back to location-wise. So if there's listeners out there that want to come along, we'll, we'll definitely get that in. So I'll come back to that. The I was reading through your LinkedIn, born before I jumped on, and you've won a whole host of awards. I don't know if that's personally or for our parks or maybe a combination of both, but innovation came up as a word for me as well. And that I saw this definition of innovation years ago because I think a lot of people think that they innovate and that they think change is innovation, but actually disruption is innovation. You know, like when we fundamentally change something. So like you say, breaking down some of those barriers of why have we always done it this way? Like what does really make a good coach? And I think there's, I've got lots of thoughts on this around like, um, like coach appropriability, isn't it? If you're out in a park, you know, getting fit, you need a very different skill set to working with an Olympic athlete that's going for gold in three years or four years time. So it's it's knowing what, like you touched on earlier, the softer skills and being welcoming and friendly and encouraging, far more beneficial just to get the inactive active. Um, so what, talk about, about innovation, has that always been in you? Or is that something that you've learned to kind of keep knocking down the barriers, keep asking why, take no for like, or not take no for an answer? Where, where does that come from? Yeah, I think it comes, um, and you're right, it comes from like just being where I grew up. You had to always innovate. So you you, mm-hmm. you didn't always have the, let's say, the, the uh, equipment to do what you wanted to do. But on this day, you'd find a way to make a goal. You'd find, I mean, the the, the biggest football innovation is jumpers for, for goalposts. Like mm-hmm. everyone, knows, yeah. everyone does that. And that's just, just, that's just an obvious thing to do. But, we, we, but you can dial it down. Kids are, the biggest innovators and they and they, they they have imaginations and as we get older we lose imagination and and, and the reason why we lose imagination is because we, we keep getting told what what you can't do um, okay. at the earlier point so I, I've, I've stuck with really being a disruptor um i always say when when you look at innovation and the scary thing for people when they're trying to innovate in businesses is that they have a manager and the manager's job is to make keep the system running. And the moment you say to a manager or someone that leads a company, but I really want to move fast and break things, that's the scariest thing they can ever hear. It's for anyone. So 
and innovation is moving fast it's breaking things it's but it's it's really being able to do innovation accounting to understand the impact and no one really teaches that you can't really go to a bank and with an idea that never been done before and get a loan because it doesn't fit their ways of giving out loans they, they mm. if it was a dry cleaner you say yeah we you know, you should wash this many shirts and rents this, but if, if your cash flow works, you can make it. Um, when I started, there was no, there was no defined blueprint. It was just, this is what I'm going to, going to do. I'm going to get people to give me money. I'm going to pay coaches and I'm going to make sessions for free for people to attend. And we're going to make money through proving later down the line, the impact on the national health service it has by saving money for, by preventing diseases associated with inactivity very it's a very easy i can say it now yeah <laughs> and yeah, everyone yeah. understands it now but in those days no one understood that and it's kind of i was almost breaking systems as as just as a byproduct of me trying to get my business up and then i decided actually i'm i'm always going to find an innovative way to do things because that's where you become world leading and change and, and change and change change lives you don't change lives by doing what everyone else is doing it's almost like a mild scientist doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result back um so i think that that's where my kind of innovation kind of thrives from and when when we when we look at that a million parker number it's a huge number like that's that's a weekly number i mean that's not even that's not a user number and everyone said, why don't you just go for a user number? And I said, because a user number doesn't mean anything. That's just vanity metrics. Um, um, a weekly number actually attending then starts to throw up real big participation and goals towards changing the world. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're a long way away from it. But it's, you have a mission and you get you get your, your workforce or your partners and everyone to believe in it that's when you start to really inspire and change lives because you can bring everyone on that mission. So we're, we're going to say it till we're blue in our face until one day we look up and we have that number and then we'll go, how did we get here? And it's been be just by everyone believing and pushing and coming together as, as a community. So powerful. And that touching on that kind of like um, having the foresight or being able to have the vision of using, using our parks as massive prevention rather than the reactive you know, we touched on the healthcare system and I suppose empowering people to take take the responsibility back into their own hands to think, how am I looking after my well-being? How active am I being? How, even community, we know that, you know, being around people is a, like a basic human need, isn't it? There's so many people still isolated today. So there's so many, and I don't like the term tick box, but there's so many tick box that our parts will be achieving by bringing people together. Um like in terms of the behavior the personal individual behavioral change of a parker coming along so they've obviously gone from that being inactive to to your service providing activity for them what do you see is the that like that journey are there real barriers getting people i know you touched on like the cost and that kind of thing but have, have you seen that then benefit their overall lifestyle in terms of other behavioural changes? Has it been like, I can imagine some of the case studies you've got are amazing. So can you give us a flavour of that, Born, in terms of how life-changing it is for Parkers? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the beauty about the Our Parks programme is 
it's in an outdoor space and you can see it. Um, so I always say to the coaches, you're always on show. So the coaches have, and I just want to jump back one bit around, because when we I had this conversation with the Arparts coaches not too long ago, and it was back to you said earlier around performance coach mm-hmm. and and their experts. And I, I had a I had to kick back and say, but you guys are experts in what you do. Yeah. Um yeah. they're not at a higher level than you. Because if you've got uh, some of the best coaches that have trained elite athletes to come and do a, an our park session, they would they would be they would they'd fail. So yeah, I think yeah. we'll as a society we we do coin coaches and the ability to communicate with individuals in boxes and i really strongly believe that the r parts coaches are the best coaches in the world because mm. they're doing the job that no other coach has been has done we if we look at the inactive people in in the nation mm-hmm. we say no oh, why are they inactive because we don't have enough provision to service that the service that 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 part of the population mm-hmm. so these new coaches are going out and doing stuff that other coaches have failed to do so you're they're experts in their field yeah um but then so when we scroll back to in terms of a park of behavior knowing that knowing it's on show we've we've seen some really really powerful stories we've seen stories where they saw the session in the park they've heard about it we did a leaflet job they they saw it said ah it's not for me I i don't exercise they saw the session in the park um, and they saw people that look like them. They oh, it looks quite cool. And they watched for two or three weeks. Then they got hit by a, an email or like a, a, a Facebook ad. And then they signed up. And then they saw a Parker who lives across the road wearing a turn up turn up t-shirt. And then they took the leap and they went. And and then they so there's so many. It's contemplation. It's desire to go. It's going and, exp- and thinking what what's the experience going to be. It's arriving, and the coach turning around, big smile. Uh, what's your name? Under, welcome. To- so lovely to see you. What don't you like doing? Da, 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 da. And taking note of that. Mm. Um, it's it's saying the lazy way to deliver a session would be everyone turns up. You don't even look at them. You're setting out your cones. You say, okay, everyone do four laps of the park. And you keep your head down and set up your cones. That is the way in which coaching used to be delivered. Mm-hmm. They won't you won't turn up to an R park session and not see a smile and get told to do four laps of the park. You'll get told, here's what we're gonna do today. It's all low intensity and you can work at your own rate. It's not reps, it's time based. So in those 20 seconds, you if if you do one lunge or you do 20 lunges. It's entirely what you feel manageable can do. So you, it's, you, you get to that heart of, oh, this has changed. I, mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was, when I went to my first class, it was so hard. That, and then it changes their perception. They come back and then we want to change them from all that contempl- contemplation, not feeling sure, not feeling if they belong to go in, taking part, to coach them. Mm. and that's our next thing so if we we if we can change all of all of those individuals to being coach parkers we can really start to break that cycle because they were only delivering one way and it's the way in which they were they all the things they understood 
from being inactive to coaching. And that's where I think if we're if we're looking at change within inactivity inactivity, your workforce are there. We just need to give it to them in the right way, form and access needed for those individuals out there. It goes right back to what you said at the very beginning, and it's it's the power of our own stories and our own journeys. So you've created what you've created based on your upbringing and childhood and not being able to access things. And it sounds like that that's very much the plan for the next evolution of our parks is to take pe- people who are participating and gone on their own journey from inactive to active to then empower the next population of parkers, which, like, I mean... Can you get anything more inspiring than that? Like that is where I think the real power is when people show up and share their story, their transformation. And I bet, and and I'm making a few assumptions here on, but I'm sure people have also then um, had a boost in confidence, self-esteem, gone on and achieved other things in their life because they've taken that plunge to do the unknown. They're in their out their comfort zone. Like there'll be so many additional benefits to their life for just you know. I say just, I don't want to undermine it, but by coming along to a session, meeting new people. So yeah, it'll it'll have ripple effects that you guys probably don't even, aren't aware of or aren't tracking and just make, you know, like it comes back to that changing the world. Yeah, and and you're right, you're so right. And that's where, and when we talk about the awards and stuff, celebration is a key towards continued retention retention and motivation. So we we win the, we win these awards and we go up for them because we know if we win an award, um, it's always us and we, not I and me. We yeah. we as we as we as, we as, a, as our parks and parkers, it validates their their journeys into the program. They say that it's award winning now. Um, we also want to celebrate. So celebration is very key on our agenda. We haven't done a celebration for a while. And what we do a thing called a park off. And what a park off is, it's an opportunity for parkers to come together and take part in a sports day style mm. event. Um and it's just a celebration. It's it's again removing all competitive nature. It's wheelbarrow races or wheelbarrow races is quite tough now. <laughs> I did one the other day. Um, but it's like egg and spoon, it's like all the stuff you do on a school sports day, and everyone's a winner. And everyone come, comes out, gets a free T-shirt, and they celebrate and hear other Parker stories. And, yeah, l- lots of people don't have much to celebrate in life. I mean, mm. and I think when you when you kind of give that weekly touch point of activity and then a yearly or twice yearly touch point of celebration, you, you're creating value. And I think, for me, change and value. Value is probably the most important thing within the change change kind of um, demographics or change circle, circle of change, we call it. Because when someone values an organization, business or individual, it overweighs service because at some point service will always dip. At some point the coach will be late or maybe we have to cancel a session. But they value, the parkers value, value what you do for their life that they'll be like, it's fine, we know. What, if these things happen yeah. and we still will refer and, and, and it, it, it means so much to us whereas when you have services that are built around service quality 
the fastest, the best. Da, 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 da. At some point, they won't be the fastest, the best, and they will come into trouble. Um, so we we are a value based business, um, and we 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 have a an orbit strategy, which is a a strategy of um what from what we put out, we pull things in, just by delivering a session, and there's a thing called a viral coefficient, which we 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 strive to get to keep above two, but we're trying to get it as high as possible. And what your viral coefficient is, is that every Parker that signs up brings a number okay. greater than one. So it has to be greater than one to have exponential growth. And and that and that's what we, we aspire to, to do. So we, we, we find ways to engage and to get those Parkers to refer because um, they're your, your biggest work, that's your, your biggest workforce, your biggest evangelists are going to be the people that take part in your program. Yeah, amazing. But I'm conscious of time, just briefly, in terms of location-wise, and I know people will share the website link and everything so people can go on and see, you started off in London, or you're in other cities across England, is that at the moment? Yeah, yeah, we're, so we're pretty much all the core cities, so your Liverpool's, starting in Leeds, Man- we did some stuff in Manchester, mm-hmm. we're about to start in Edinburgh. So that's oh yes, cool. right, that was my question, in, in Scotland, right, cool. Yeah, we're, we're starting in Edinburgh, we've got um, contracts to do that as well. Um, we have online, so um, yeah. a live class every day, so you can do it for free. Um, and we have Couch to Fitness, which is a online um, at-home nine-week exercise program. And the idea is, if we're not in your area, please do sign up to Catch Fitness because what we do is we track from where we have clusters of parkers cool. okay. and then we bring it to where they are. So, nice. um, yeah, we are. We're, 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 the aim is to be um, in every in every city, every every core city um, in the UK in line with that 2025 million parker goal. Amazing. There's so much in that that we've covered. Born. The last question I always ask people is... Um, I suppose a, a nugget or a top tip to leave people in terms of how to get started based on the, the chat we've had. So if there are folk that are inactive that are listening or maybe have gone through just periods of inactivity, like what's what would be your number one tip for folk just to get started? Um, so anyone that's got number one tip is tell a friend and commit to something to say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try this um, and use the word try um, because there, there was always bumps on the road. There's always hurdles. Say, I'm going to try this, and after I try it, I'm going to have a commit to myself, have an assessment of what I did, and see if I can inspire myself to go back. Um, start really slowly. You, you don't, you don't have to say I'm going to try and run a marathon tomorrow. Mm. Um, and really take take it based on what your exercise level is. Um, but most importantly, um, have fun. Really have fun because it's, it's. I know exercise scenes daughter to many people um there are ways in which you can make it fun you don't have to be at their level back to my um, point around being exercised out there should always be an adaptation for you to, to do which allows you to take part in the session and 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 good coaches always provide um adaptations and in your sessions don't focus on the on the on the guys that are always allow this and doing it good really give time to everyone and sometimes it's not about putting an amount it's more about quiet word 
not 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 wanting to make them center of attention those little things really really make big differences and they pay dividend back um throughout the years yeah i love that i know we've touched a lot on like the i suppose the physical activity in your um your area but a lot of what we've talked about is so relatable in loads of other areas of life so thank you so much for sharing oh, and you. all your wisdom it's been um yeah been, been great having you on it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure thank you for, so much for having me and yeah edinburgh soon i, I, I will i'll definitely do one of the sessions down there so you come down when, yeah. when we launch amazing thank you so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast so that next week you can join us again <laughs>